Wall Street veteran Bernard Madoff has been arrested and charged with running a $50 billion Ponzi scheme. Congress wants to know what caused the Enron meltdown. Now, well, the collective rage currently is focused on Wilcom. Tyco CEO Dennis Kozlowski was convicted of looting hundreds of millions of dollars. This is one of the biggest fraud cases ever. Their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. Find out more on this week's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. These days, everyone is starting a side hustle, whether it be selling your crafts online, reviewing products, selling your socks, you name it, people are doing it for cash. Mm. But what if your goods that you're selling aren't profitable? What if you're pouring your time, money, and energy into something that isn't yielding any money? If only there was a service that could help you market your items and bring people to your social media accounts. Well, there is and was. Jen Shaw, yes, the cast members from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and her company had just the course for you to help you market your products on social media. All you need is $100 down. Oh, $100 wasn't enough? Well, invest a thousand. Well, that's not working. Oh, invest another a thousand. Wait, this feels like a scam. And it was. Find out how it all came about on this week's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. Ugh. I keep trying to start the OnlyFans and it keeps getting taken down by an online petition. It is not. I'm just like, I know oh, people. I sorry, Kashan. I know people way uglier than you that have OnlyFans. And that's fact. I don't know how much money they make. They just free? Is that one of the options? <laughs> Can I just, it's just like, oh man, I just, this is the place I store my nudes. And if people want them, I guess they can have them. Like, this, uh, is, this is a database for me. I don't want to pay for the extra Google Drive space. So, so I, put I just all, upload all my nudes to OnlyFans? <laughs> yeah, so I just upload them all there so I know where they are. And then when I'm like booty calling someone, I can just be like, I'll just send you the link. Here, this is what I look like naked. Would you like to come over? Yeah, you're just like, I don't kind of, I don't want to go through it. Like, is you, that why I don't they're already get albums. <laughs> they're already in albums. You can just like choose what you're into and you can just like choose one and then like whatever. Is that why I never get laid? You don't never get laid. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's a joke, because I'm a comedian. <laughs> Is that what you have to say after all the jokes? Yeah, because no one laughs. I'm a comedian. <laughs> all right, well, welcome back to this week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> of white collars, red hands. This is I'm Kashan, and I'm Nina, and this is the ninth episode of our. I was trying to say on deck of the finale, but that doesn't make sense. This is our final episode finale. This is finale eve. Wow, <laughs> wow! If that was a disaster, I wish you would have thought about wreck. that at all. Um, <laughs> the the finale's on deck. Right? Yeah, the finale. This is yeah. the this is the penultimate episode uh-huh. of this season. I don't That's, know what the what's penultimate. It's second to last. Ooh, you're penult- right. Like the ult- you're the penultimate. Or, well, the second to best, right? Because the the ultimate is the best. The penultimate is right before. That. Oh, I would be the penultimate in anything. I'm not the best. Yeah, but I'm the second to best. As as the kids online would say, mid. I am mid. You're mid. I dog. would be described as mid. Yeah. Well, they just it seems like they describe everyone as mid, except for me in the comment section of my OnlyFans. What's up? You know who else is mid? Fucking Jen Shaw, dude. This bitch. 
And I'm going to call her that. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, I don't want to engage in misogyny, right? (laughs) But it does benefit me, so I'm going to do it. But you know what ain't mid? Them titties. Okay. Because they're they're fake, fake, dude. They're so fake. Yeah. Her tits are massive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, These are some Pamela Anderson titties. It, they're they're one e away from being able to power a supercomputer. How much does it take to power a supercomputer? No, it's just because if silicone were silicon, oh. yeah, they could power a good one. Yeah, that's a chemistry joke for those of you who are here for the chemistry you and not chemistry. here for the Real Housewives. Yeah, yeah. the Real Housewives news, which we're going to get into. Yeah, so this will be our third. <laughs> Housewives episode. We're just because gonna start a Real Housewives podcast. No, at this I point. don't. I don't want to do that. I <laughs> I don't know enough about the Real Housewives to speak on it. Actually, I don't know enough about white collar crime to speak on it either. So I guess it's <laughs> perfect. Um. <laughs> That's what we call her. No expertise nine. <laughs> no expertise nine. A jack of no trades. Like perfect. It's and a master of absolutely none. Um. Yeah. No. Um. But they keep committing white-collar crimes, so we have to keep covering them. And this satisfies my pop culture, my love of pop culture. Mm-hmm. And it satisfies my, sometimes I just like to show up and shut the fuck up. Because I, I don't know shit about this today. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're about to find out. So, like I said, you may recognize Jen Shaw from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I know I sure did. (laughs) (laughs) These housewives, like I said, they love to commit financial crimes. Um, This is a quote from Kelly Carter, who is a senior entertainment writer. The housewives franchise seems to love unpredictable rich women and unpredictable Jen Shaw is. Um, So it is good to note that the uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, this franchise of Real Housewives is seen as the most diverse group of women, which I think is interesting. Um, there is a woman on there too that is married to her step grandfather, which is fucking gross. So no, wait. So she had. So it's her mother's new husband's dad. No, so it's her grandma's ex husband, but not her real grandpa. Not her real grandpa. That's illegal. This should be illegal. Well, I agree, but it's not. I think they call her a grandpa fucker on the show. Nice. I think Jen Shaw called her that, and then it started a big fight. Um, Jen Shaw on the show, if you are someone who watches the show, you already know this. If you don't watch the show, now you know. She's very explosive. Um, She likes to throw things a lot and scream. And it makes for good television. Shaw has gained loyal fans and enemies from the show. She's got a really devoted, loyal fan base. Um, So Jen Shaw is actually Tongan. She's of Tongan and Hawaiian descent. Uh, She grew up in Salt Lake City her entire life. And this is sad. Um, You know, I don't wish this on anybody. She was subject to a lot of racism, which started at a young age. I mean, she is in Salt Lake City um, you know, that's a lot of white Mormons there and she is not that she did grow up Mormon though, but she ended up converting to Islam because that is her husband's religion. What a switch. Yeah. Um, so her husband is black and after they were married, so I, I couldn't 
get a lot of info on this, but basically it's very odd for a Mormon to marry outside the faith anyway, but they had gotten married and they were married for about five years. And she was like, why won't you convert to Mormonism? And he was like, because the church didn't accept black people until 1978, which is true. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what the, what are you talking about? And she had never heard of that. And so after he told her that she was like, nah, I'm a dip. So she dipped and converted to Islam. So that's that story. Dang. Yeah. I mean, okay. Her husband is Sharif Shah. He is an assistant football coach at the University of Utah. Ooh, go Utes. Is that their logo? Their mascot? They're the Utes. What is a Ute? It is an indigenous tribe. Oh, shit. Fuck. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. No taste. Got it. (laughs) Got it. All that salt in the city and no taste. Also, I just want to roll back a little bit. How are you racist to, like, Hawaiian people? They just seem, like, Hawaiian people just seem pretty chill. Um, They would make fun of her for having brown skin. Oh. And they would tell her, this is sad, like, her aunt was on this documentary that I watched, and they, the kids would be like, you're dirty. And then she was, like, coming home and trying to, like, scrub the color out of her skin. And wow. And it was really sad. That's really Like, f- like it was sad. That's I, really fucked up. Yeah. It doesn't excuse her for her crimes, but it was sad. Well, no. Yeah. So that's how they were racist. Hmm. I'm glad I asked. Yeah. Um, she and her husband have two children, Sharif Jr. and Omar. Um, so one of the requirements of being on the Housewives franchise is that you have to have a lavish lifestyle that would people envy and that they want. And Shaw had just that. She lived in a beautiful chalet. She drove a expensive. She drove expensive cars. She had a designer wardrobe, jewelry. Shaw claimed that it costs about $50,000 a month to fund her lifestyle. What? So she's a housewife, right? It has, she has to be because that's in the thing? Well, we're getting there. Okay, you're going to tell me? Yeah. Okay. So, and even one time she, so it costs $50,000 a month to have her lifestyle. She once threw a party for $82,000 for another castmate. So she, she's not afraid to spend money. Um, Much like... Erica Jane in our episode, Real Housewives, Real Ruin Lives, Shaw had an entire group of people that assisted her and she would call them the Shaw Squad. This included hair and makeup artists. Oh, it's so stupid. Uh. Um, there, she has a quote that's like, the only thing I'm guilty of is being shamazing. <laughs> Stop trying to brand your name. You fucking suck. But this is what gets them on the show. That's what sucks. We just, we create a pedestal for these people and we fucking just shove them on there. I know. It's so bad. Uh. It's so bad. But she had hair and makeup artist assistants. She even had a private designer named Koa Johnson who would design all of her big Give all of her gowns for her big events. Her most loyal assistant, however, is a man named Stuart Smith. He had been a friend of Shaw's for over a decade, and we're going to learn more about him later. But it was said that Smith would do anything for Shaw. No, that doesn't sound like foreshadowing. No. <laughs> so although her husband is an assistant football coach and makes good money, he actually makes $500,000 a year. Damn. Um, yeah. At a college. They all make the, about that much money for college football. Well, I mean, I'm I'm no I'm no math guy. Well, I'm a math guy, so he is a math guy. Fifty thousand dollars a month—that's six hundred thousand dollars a year. So if he's only making five hundred thousand dollars, them numbers ain't to be added. Well, up. there was always a question of how Shaw could afford such an extravagant lifestyle. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, she actually is the only housewife in her franchise. I can't speak for all the other ones because I really just don't know about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is the only housewife in her franchise whose wealth comes from her and not her husband. Ooh. Yeah. Real house husbands. Yes. Um, Shaw owned multiple businesses. And when she asked what she did or what her companies did, she would always give very vague answers. She claimed that they provided services on the internet to help your products be shown showcased by the algorithm it was always just like very vague unclear like answers she did however have um a clothing line for a while a monthly lash subscription thing which was weird like they sent you lashes Mm -hmm. and they were different how different can they be Oh, Kashan. I don't want to know. You, actually. We don't have to you go down the rabbit silly, hole. silly, silly man. They're, you know, just like different lengths. Different we, lengths. We got colors. Yes. Uh, I can't think of much else. Oh, my gosh. How much volume? How little that's, volume? That sounds a lot like length, but just in a that different is direction. thickness. Just length in a different there's direction. There's a lot of... Di- I don't wear lashes, actually, but I know Humble there's a brag. lot of different ones. Well, you know, I may be dumb, but I have long eyelashes. <laughs> Maybe it's why. Maybe it's correlated. It's all in my eyelashes. Yes. <laughs> After college, Shaw started working at a telemarketing center. She climbed the ranks and became director of business development for a company called Prosper. Now, Prosper had all sorts of issues, mainly with its workplace culture. And I'll give you an example. People there didn't really feel like they could prosper. No, because they got Um. in trouble in 2008 for a team building exercise. Now, listen, we all hate team building exercises, but this one was extreme because the manager made his team get waterboarded. Oh, so he just committed a war crime. That's not too bad. Yes. Right? It's not too bad. In the documentary I watched, they said it was Guantanamo Bay style waterboarding. Like they put a dirty rag over their face and just poured a jug of water out on them? The manager's reasoning was that he wanted them to work as hard at selling as the employees did at breathing. This was not thought through very well. No. Shaw was not connected to the incident, but it shows what kind of work environment she was in and where she may have gotten her business practices from. She left Prosper in 2011 and became an executive at Thrive Learning, which is another telemarketing company. What? All these stupid buzzwordy fucking companies. Well, yeah, because none of them are fucking real, Thrive dude. Learning. Prosper. Prosper. Yeah. Fucking next you're going to tell me she worked at fucking Enlightenment. Enlightenment bullshit. She did. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> she didn't. Oh, you could believe that, no, right? No, you could. Oh, yeah. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. And she became VP of business development there. Um, she ended up starting her own businesses, though, because she felt as though she was being left out of important decisions at Thrive. And that is why she decided to leave. It was during this time, between the time that she was at Prosper and Thrive, that she met a man. Stuart Smith, who I was talking about earlier. Um, The two worked together for a long time, and Shaw had a real soft spot for him. She saved his job multiple times because he was always seen as an underdog, and his companies would try to fire him, but Shaw would always convince them to let him stay. I don't know why she loved him so much. I don't really think that they were having an affair. Um, Why not? Because he's ugly. Oh, I didn't think about that. 
Kashan is showing me what you would think to be about the size of 12 inches in yeah. front of me. Yeah. If you're not watching the maybe, video. Uh, maybe it's about that. You know? Why, why else am I going to, like, put my job on the line to keep someone in? You know? Hang out with them for forever? Make you my, make you my most trusted person? Penis. Oh, my God. He looks like an underground Russian spy. With a big old dick. Yeah. He's hiding something, and it's his, his penis. penis in his pants. Wrapped around his leg. Um, when Shaw started her company, she brought on Smith as her assistant. She says that Smith knew more than her husband did. Um, he knew what gifts to buy her, what tampons she used. I hate that. Yeah, I got Jen. I can tell you're ah! you're having a you're having an extra large uh, heavy flow this month. Anyway, he's like, hey, I I got you the extra larges. The tampons. And don't worry, I've I spaced them out. And uh, I'll have the regulars. The regulars are ready in three days. The Tampax are in your desk, and I got panty liners for, for those last couple of spotting days. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> I hate that so much. And they're your favorite. They're the sport kind that, that, don't, that don't chafe as much. Sport kind of pads? Sure. They're sport tampons. I think there might be sport pads. I don't know. I hope to God there's no sport pads. If you're playing sports, don't wear a pad. Yuck. What was I supposed to do? What do you mean, what were you supposed to do? What? Because then your sweat goes into the pad. That's what they're there for. <laughs> put them on in your wrestling singlet to keep yourself from sweating through the bottom. <laughs> you end up like, you're going to end up like a cake on the Great British Bake Off with a soggy bottom, all right? That's what they're, that's what they're there to avoid. Uh, don't do that with your mouth. Have you say that? That's so gross. <laughs> Uh, ew. You're welcome. All right. Well, remember all the fancy cars, homes, and clothes that Shaw had? I do. Well, apparently, it was all a facade. <gasps> her home, her cars, her jewelry, her clothes, all borrowed and rented. She owned none of it. It's more expensive to rent it over a period of time. Interest. Well, she didn't have as much money as she claimed to have. Mm-hmm. And she, there were also reports that she was verbally abusing her employees, which she did. I watched the video. She would constantly cuss them out, threaten to beat them up. She even threw a chili bowl at Koa Johnson. What an asshole. When Johnson, when Koa Johnson quit, it was stated that she owed him money for work that he did for her. And other employees also claimed that she did not pay them for what, pay them what they were owed. Shaw's world was crumbling down around her, and she was taking it out on everyone in sight. Now, not only was Shaw's personal life crumbling, but her business was were, businesses were crumbling along with her. There was a case. This is how she got caught. There was a case of telemarketing fraud that was happening in New York and in Jersey, which clued investigators into similar scams that were happening in Arizona, Nevada, and Utah. So this was called Operation Double Down. The NYPD arrested an individual based on narcotics smuggling, and that individual was also who was supplying the narcotics was also involved in a huge telemarketing fraud. Oh, man. Telemarket fraudster by day, drug slinger by night. Yep. The investigation had been going on for years, and the guy's name, I'm going to butcher it, was Arash Kibachi. There's a T in there for sure. Yeah, but they like didn't pronounce some of the letters when I was it's, watching the document. It's not like Katabshi? Maybe. Katabshi. 
I don't know, but he was the bad guy. Um, All right. Basically, what they were doing is they would sell services that didn't exist in New York and New Jersey. Oh, um, my kindness. <laughs> They're so rude out there. Um, so he went to court. He went to jail. Him and all of his people went to jail. These telemarketing scams would work together across the country to target victims. Um, one way that they were doing this is they were putting ads on Facebook that were advertising working from home and that it would cost only $99 to get started. Once the victim entered their information, it would then go into a list that now all of these other telemarketers have your name, your contact info, and your credit card info. These telemarketers would claim that they would help you build websites, boost social media in order to market yourself. Um, they offered coaching services, etc. but all of this didn't actually exist. They would target the elderly or the disabled because, well, okay, first, let me say this part. They would target the elderly because they were not technologically savvy, but they would also target people who are disabled because they're trying to make extra income at home. And so they're easy to target. Woof. Which is really, really shitty. Um, one poor old woman was getting her credit card charged by these scammers for up to $15,000. And they actually have recordings of a telemarketer and Katabachi. Sure. Sure. Um, trying talking about how much they're going to charge all the how they're going to charge all this money to her credit card. Um, like the telemarketer was like, "I'm going to do twenty thousand dollars," and he was like, "Don't do twenty because you're going to get caught. Only do fifteen. Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, I know, right? Well, that's why he got caught. Um, so them discovering this telemarketing scam is what led them to Jen Shaw. And this was actually really, really prevalent. This was actually really, really prevalent during COVID-19 because people were trying to make money from home because of lockdown. Oh, so this is recent-ish. Yes. Ish. Very recent. Yeah. She just got sentenced in February. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, it is alleged that Okay, so this start. So Jen Shaw is part of all of this, uh -huh. and her and Smith were just always kind of sketchy. They would use encrypted messaging so that they're so that people couldn't read their texts. But a large reason for that was because they were texting about these companies. They were sending messages about their jobs and their work. Um, they also started shell companies in Kosovo that were money was being put into through March of 2021. Um, one of these companies was called Mastery Pro and it had assets of $5 million and it was a shell company that was connected to Jen Shaw. Like I said earlier, this company would sell social media boost packages. One victim couldn't reach anyone after she gave them $1,000. And At least send the people you took $1,000 from an email. Well, she was trying to call them and she couldn't get it. She was trying to contact them and she couldn't contact them. And it was really sad. Like, these people, like, you want to sit here and be like, oh, they're so stupid for, like, putting all this money in. But, like, if people are just charging your credit card, that's kind of, like, out of your control. And if I see these sorts of things actually on TikTok a lot that oh, are, like, yeah. oh, I, I sell these programs to, like make like side hustles that can earn you this amount of money a week. Like these are really, really popular right now. And like, 
you know, thankfully I've never clicked on it, but then I'm like, oh, well, what if I did do Amazon reviewing? You know, you start, especially when it's bombarding you constantly. I mean, that's what ads do. That's how ads work is they bombard you. And then you're like, it gets into your brain and you're like, oh, maybe I should try it. And so, you know, you want to sit here and say that these people are dumb for putting in all this money. But if you're not tech savvy, if you are in a place of desperation, like, I can see why people got tricked. Well, yeah. Also, old people are disproportionately targeted by scams because they're so easy to scam, but it's not their fault, right? You know, they're old and they didn't use technology and uh, maybe some of them are even dealing with like mental issues of aging. And so they're really susceptible. It's basically like uh, targeting a baby, but if a baby had credit cards. Yeah. And... You know, old people tend to have savings and retirement. Yeah. And so you can take a lot of money from them because like, you know, they were saying how much these people gave, like some of them, like one woman got scammed out of like $30,000 and it's like, okay, well, I don't have $30,000 for them to take from me. Like my credit limit's not even that high. They can't even like run my credit card for that much. So it's like, okay, I guess me being poor, it saves me, but you know, at the end of the day, I really think that a lot of people are susceptible to this specific type of scam because it is so prevalent. You've got these 22, 25 year olds, beautiful girls on TikTok who are like, oh, look how I side hustle from home. And that's what the shit is. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, money. I think a good thing to remember is money is never free. So if it seems like something's too good to be true, it is. It is. It is. It always is. And that's in anything. If anything yeah. is too good to be true, it's Li- not real. Live your life skeptical. I guess pineapple would be the only thing. It's too good to be true. I fucking love pineapple. That shit slaps so hard and it's so good. Like sometimes you can't believe how good it is. So that would probably like food would maybe be the only exception. Deal. I think I think we're okay agreeing on that. <laughs> wow. We, I was really Okay. So, the jig is going to be up eventually. And so, Jen Shaw was actually arrested during while she was filming the new season of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Dang, I hope it is slash was going to be on the season. It's on the upcoming season. Nice. Um, it's very anticipated. Um, they are actually going... So, the plan is, is they have followed it kind of like the way that they did with Teresa Judice is like they followed it until they could they couldn't follow it anymore um she so this is so great so she's like in the car the scene that she finds out she's getting in trouble she's like in a car with another cast member and she gets a call and you can kind of like you can actually tell that this is happening in real time that like this was not staged because so she gets called she gets this look on her face she's like take my mic pack off And the girl's like, what? And she's like, take my mic pack off. So she takes her mic pack off and she just bolts. Like she just disappears. And then the cops show up and they're like, where's Jen Shaw? And they're like, we don't know. She bolted. And so, and then like they have all the cops faces blurred because like none of them signed like an NDA or a contract or anything like that. Who the fuck called her? I don't know who called her. I think it was Stuart Smith. That's my guess. Is that someone alerted someone who called, and then I think Stuart called her. Um, so, 
Anyway, she ends up being arrested in March of 2021 at her home. And it was her and Smith were both arrested on the same day. Um, it was kind of shitty the way, like, okay, here's the thing. Hmm. They like busted into her home and like her kids were home. Her one kid was home and like they woke him up at gunpoint and like stuff like that. And it's like, okay, I don't really know if that was necessary. Probably not. Because like, I don't. Like, listen, this this lady, like, yells and throws stuff. I don't think she was actually, like, a violent, like, they, they, they she wasn't going to cause any physical harm. Yeah. So I don't really know if we needed to bust down her door with a bunch of guns and, like, point a gun in her kid's face. But that's just my opinion, you know? Anyways. So she got arrested um, for a conspiracy to commit wire fraud and for money laundering. Um, she could have faced up to 50 years in prison if she was convicted for those because I, one of them is a 30-year sentence and then the other one is a 20-year sentence. Yeah, they're always up to, but that yeah. almost never happens. No, and it didn't in this case. Um, although Shaw was clearly guilty and she was clearly wrong in what she did, fans still had her back. Um, after the arrest, hashtag free Jen started popping up everywhere demanding her release. And here's the thing. Like, you can really love her and you can really, like, be a fan or whatever. But, like, at the end of the day, she did this. Yeah. Like, no one is... Like, you cannot sit here and say that she did not do this. Here's the, here's the thing. You may not trust the police, and I mean, I don't trust the police. Fine. But are they really going to go out of their way to arrest a TV personality? If, no. If there wasn't a reason? No. <laughs> no. So... Think about it. Be skeptical. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's true here, too. Yeah. Originally, Shaw and Smith both pled not guilty in November. I mean, I'm sorry. At the time of their arrest, they both pled not guilty. In November of 2021, Smith changed his plea to guilty, um, which was actually pretty shocking because they thought that they were going to be on the same page the entire time. On July 11th, 2022, Shaw changed her plea to guilty as well. Before her sentencing, Shaw was still doing public appearances, which left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths, but she had to pay those lawyer fees, baby. She was like at Hustlers doing um, appearances, the strip club. I mean, it's a strip club, though. It's They're not known as the moral high ground of places to be, so I mean, whatever, I guess. Yeah, true. In February of 2023, Shaw was sentenced to 78 months in prison, which is a little over uh, six years, mm-hmm. like six and a half years. Um, when she gets out of prison, she will have five years of supervised release. And she was also ordered to forfeit $6.5 million and 30 luxury items and 78 counterfeit luxury items. Oh, man. So she had more fake shit anyway than she had oh, real yeah. shit? Oh, yeah. I mean, she was... Okay, so like this whole scam... They did steal a lot of money, but like she herself only grossed about nine million off of this scam. Only nine. Which million. I know I'm saying only, but like a lot of the stories we cover, it's like hundreds of millions of dollars, and that's not what happened. It was nine million dollars. She's buying all these dresses, all these clothes, renting this giant ass house, getting these super nice cars. Like she, it's like. For what she was doing, that $9 million didn't really go that far. I guess that's fair. Because she spent like a bunch and, of dumb shit. Yeah. yeah. It's not like you and me getting $9 million and we're like, oh, well, I can live on this forever with my $1,000 a month rent. Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
I never got that in people. Like when they get money and they're like, time to buy all the stuff. I'm like, you don't understand how money works. I would buy a couple things if I came into a bunch of money. Like I would get a new car. I would probably like, I'd maybe move into a little bit of a nicer place, but like it's invest. Just, you you just look up so many people who like oh, those win people the lottery that would, yeah. and just blow it because they just like really don't understand. They just, they think it's infinite, but you're like, honestly, in the grand scheme of things, even like $30 million just isn't that much money. Like it is, not if but you're it isn't. Yeah, not if you're spending it like that. No. If you go buy like a Lamborghini and then it's like, okay, yeah, you bought the Lamborghini, but now you got to pay for upkeep. Now you've got to pay the insurance. You've got to yeah. do all these things that people don't think about. Yeah, it's like it's, it's not a one-time purchase and you're done and you have it. You yeah. Know, it's, yeah. You're fucked. She was also ordered to pay $6 million in restitution. Um, some of her victims have already gotten some of the money back, but like, like one lady had... Um, one lady had given like spent like eighteen thousand dollars, and um, she got like eight thousand of it back. But that's ten thousand dollars that like she's just uh, out yeah, of. I guess that at least she got something back. If yeah, they never caught her. She would have got zero. But right, still, yeah, right. Uh, Shaw is currently being held at FPC Bryson Bryan Prison in Bryan, Texas, and this is the same prison that Elizabeth Holmes will be in. Oh, fun! So they can be like a little roommate. Like, oh my god, did you launder money? <laughs> Me too. Me too. That's so funny. So, the houses, the cars, the jewels, and the clothes were all as fake as Jen Shaw's business tactics. The woman who prided herself on being a self-made lady, was only profitable because of her evil tactics and doings. Jen Shaw scammed thousands of people while she lined her pockets with their money. And the poorer they became, the richer she got. Shaw is the worst type of person, preying on those who are weak and slightly helpless to make herself rich. She's no real housewife. She's a real piece of shit. Got her. Got her. Got her. Uh, what was the thing she said? Doesn't sound so shamazing to me. Nope. It's uh, not so shamazing after sh- all. You're a piece of shot. <laughs> oh, oh, got you. Well, if you liked what you heard on this week's episode, um, we encourage you to follow us on social media we are at facebook.com slash white collars red hands on instagram at white collars pod we are on no 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 no. we're on twitter at white collars pod we're on instagram at white collars underscore red hands there we we're go. on tiktok at white collars red hands that's correct um we are on OnlyFans at white collars red <laughs> yeah that's where all, that's my nude repository go ahead and head on there it's when we we actually film another episode naked, um, and yeah. you can watch that. I also put pictures of every part of my body on there. You want to see the back of my knees? It's Sexy. on there, right? Yeah. Every inch, every inch of skin's on there. Yeah. Think of a think of an inch of skin. Picture of it's there. And uh, he has tattoos, so it's definitely identifiable. I have tattoo. He has a tattoo. tattoo. I don't. I am smooth as a baby. Oh, you should get one of those. Uh, there's a there's a woman online who's got a cracking around her butthole. You should get that one. Like it's like a bunch of tentacles, and no. then the mouth is like where the butthole is. You should get that. I think I think that'd be nice. People are too creative. You should, you should think about it. Okay. If there's another way you want to support <laughs> us, you could do it by leaving us a rating on either Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. We love a five percent rating, but five percent rating. I'm sorry, I'm at a five star rating, Ugh. but 
we will take a honest rating as well. Um, we, if you want an unfree way to support us, you can go to our website and get our merch from T Public and get whatever your heart desires. Um, and another way you can support us is by telling a friend. Um, people love podcasts. People love listening to what their friends are listening to. So let them know, baby. And I think and think that's it. Let them know, baby. Yeah, no, I don't know. That sounds it. Did you mention our merch? Mm-hmm. Website? Mm-hmm. Uh, email? Nope. You can email us at whitecollarsredhands at gmail.com. If you just want to, you know, swap nudes or if you also want to uh, leave us a um, suggestion for a future episode, we love to do fan-submitted episodes, and we are actually going to be planning the next season here shortly. So, um, yeah. Man, I hope I can just get famous enough where it's just, you know, you just open it up and there's like nudes in your inbox. We did get one nude. Yeah. Don't send us pictures of your dick, please. <laughs> I, that's when I, I was like, we made it. We got a, we got a dick pic. A white collar's red hands dick pic. If that's making it, then like every single woman ever has made it. Like if getting an unsolicited dick pic is, is, is making it, supposedly. So many people. Yeah. I've gotten more than one in my time. Yeah, well, I'm going to try. What goes through your head where you're like, she wants to see this? I don't know. I would never do it. Even if someone asked, I'd be like, eh. You've never sent a dick pic? No, I've sent a dick pic. All right. Well, on that note, uh, you can think about that until next week. The season finale of White Collars. Red Red Hair.